Women Taking the Lead, episode 175. I go hard and I expect the same of those that I work with. I trust others to do what they say they can and are going to do. And I let them handle that. I I trust that. But I expect that they are doing it. I also believe strongly in work-life balance. And I try to live that to the fullest. And so I also want that for those that I work with. And I stress it. But when it's time to go to work, we go to work. And when it's time to stop and live your life, we live our life. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Every child wants to be the hero of their own story. At JulesCustomBooks.com, your child plays the central role in every book, bringing joy and delight when they hear their name and those of their family and friends. Visit JulesCustomBooks.com to make your child the star of the show. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Dr. Tiffany Stewart, who is a national speaker, professional coach and mentor, trained licensed therapist, and tenured associate professor of counseling. She works with individuals teaching step-by-step how to create the life they want and desire. Her passion is to help individuals who may be stuck in some area of life tap into their power and give themselves permission to step into their purpose and create the life they want to live. She's also the creator of the LEAP, L-E-A-P, Success System. Dr. Tiffany, that is just a little intro for everyone. So tell us more about the woman and your own humble beginnings. Thank you so much, Jody, And thanks again for having me on. And like I said, I just, I love the podcast and I love your energy. So thanks. (laughs) So uh, yes, I am again a tenured associate professor, a licensed therapist turned speaker and success coach and mentor. And I definitely came from humble beginnings. So as as a child, I was raised, I, I am the last of six children raised by a single mother. She divorced my dad when I was about one and raised us alone. And during my time growing up, we always had what we needed, but we didn't always have a lot of wants. And so there were times growing up as an adolescent, going into uh, teenage years, when I started wanting things uh, and I could never get them. And I never really quite understood. I didn't understand why I couldn't have the things that I wanted. And eventually I realized that we were poor because it just, it never dawned on me before, you know, because we always had a roof over our head and food and, and everything. But when I started wanting things and I couldn't get it and I was like, huh, we are poor. And that's when I realized that something had gone terribly wrong because I was like, I'm not meant to be poor. I'm not <laughs> I'm not really sure how I got placed in this family, but I had to find a way out. <laughs> um and that's all I knew at that point. You know, I, I remember thinking this very, very young, very early on. And I didn't know how I was going to make it happen, but all I knew was that I needed to find a way out of that. 
And I didn't figure it out until some time later, but it eventually came to me piece by piece. So that that's really my humble beginnings and what really started me on my journey. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, you know, in my own background, I have that moment when I realized, oh my God, we're poor. Yeah. Like, like the same feeling, like my friends were getting stuff and I wanted stuff, but stuff was not coming to me. And you were like, this is for the birds yeah. like what yeah <laughs> like, so, this is going terribly wrong I don't yeah in here <laughs> <laughs> and you absorb it and you take it in and you know there you know like okay like there, there's some things we need to change about this and you know luckily you and I both had that realization like all right things aren't going to be handed to me now now I got to roll up my sleeves and do the work and I know we're definitely going to get into that and just talking to the woman you are today clearly you have changed your circumstances you are no longer in that place of like oh my gosh I'm poor you know you've really taken control of your life and like you said gotten what you wanted um but I always love to you know have you know the women and who come on the show to share a a, a common thread. I think that most of us have is that those moments where we didn't realize how powerful we were and how valuable we were, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we held ourselves back for that reason because we didn't recognize how capable we were. And it's usually years later, we look back and go, why, (laughs) why did I think I, I, I couldn't do that? You know? Um, and I, I take it from the Marianne Williamson quote, those, those playing small moments. So if you could, Tiffany, share with us your playing small story and the lessons you've learned. Well, you know, believe it or not, I honestly feel like I've spent most of my life playing small. And I say that because I never even thought about taking another road outside of what we are told we are, quote unquote, supposed to do. So, you know, we are told that we need to go to school, get a good job with a 401k plan, work that job until you retire, you know, and then you you may be able to do what you want to do, you know, after that point, if you're still alive and if you have enough money, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, you know, as of that point. And so I... I did all of that. I I followed everything that I was supposed to do. And it really wasn't until about two or three years later when I I felt like I was just in this pecking order, you know, doing everything that everybody told me I was supposed to do. Um, But it was no longer enough for me. It, It was no longer enough. I started wondering, is this it? Is this all that life has to offer for me? Um, And I started wondering if this was all that I was capable of doing. And it it was a painful process for me because up until that point, you know, I was just, all I had to do was follow along. I'm very, I'm very good at following directions. But now I was charged with really figuring this thing out for myself. And this is when I realized that I am capable of doing so much more than simply following the orders of what everyone else thought that I should do. I I recognize that I I do have a wealth of knowledge and wisdom to share. I did realize that I, I am creative and I think outside of the box. And actually thinking outside of the box was something that I wasn't very proud of for a very long time because I thought 
thought it was odd to see things from a different perspective, you know, other than the way that others saw it. But I actually started to embrace that part of of me. Uh, and it brought me to the place that I am right now once I started embracing that I am different and I do think outside of the box and there's nothing wrong with it. And actually, it's who it, it's what makes me who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's how you bring value to the table, like being able to see things a little bit differently from everybody else. And I think you described a playing small um, experience that I think all of us sometimes at one point or another go through when we realize the expectations we have for ourselves mm-hmm. aren't really quite ours. Right. Like they were given to us and we took them on and we embraced them. And then all of a sudden we realize, oh my gosh, like I just like drank the Kool-Aid. Like I don't know that I really wanted this for myself. It's This is what I was <laughs> told I should want. Right. Um, and I think many, many of us come up against that. And, and I see people who recognize it, do the research and do something about it. And like you get out. Mm-hmm. And then I see others. My own experience was I let it linger mm. for a while. Mm. I let it get painful mm-hmm. for a long while. Like they call it the golden handcuffs. Yes. Right. Right. When you're in a job and you're getting paid well and you're appreciated and you're respected, it's not bad. Right. It wasn't bad. I never had a bad job, but it wasn't great. Right. And I tolerated like a lackluster position. Not that the people around me weren't wonderful. They were. They were awesome. It's just I knew I was in the wrong place and I let it sit there for a long time. And luckily, the universe conspired with two <laughs> acquisitions and an outsourcing that it, the universe was kind of like, get a move on. Yes. Like, get on to the next thing. But I know some people who, like, that's not happening, or they grip onto that old job with like clawed fingers and they're miserable and they end up getting sick. And so, you know, we all have that moment where we recognize, like, we're not in the place we were really meant to be, but when you recognize it, you got to act. Right. Absolutely. And it's one of the things that's really hard for most of my clients to, to answer, you know, really, what is it that you want? Because all of their answers up until this point has been what everybody else has told them, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's something that we definitely work together on during our time together. But you're, you're right. It's something that so many people struggle with. Mm-hmm. And that that moment, that awakening, it's something else, especially when somebody didn't realize the reason why they're so unhappy is because they've been living somebody else's dream for them. Right. You know, and the power that they have to do something about it once they realize it for some people, it's like, oh, my God, freedom. Right. So and that's the work you're doing. I Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tiffany, now share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake up call. It could have been an instantaneous moment, like aha moment, or it could have been the universe sending you a message over and over and over again. But in either case, there's a moment when you're ready to take action. So if you could take us to that moment and then share with us the steps you took that led to your success. Uh, Sure. So actually, what I believe is that it did come to me in a moment, but it was over certain things happening over and over again. But it really only took me to be in that moment for me to figure out that, hmm. Something, something is not quite right. So here's a story. <laughs> I, I was working with a mentor 
And this is someone who I sought out. And when I was, you know, just starting out in my career, and I really didn't know what I was doing, you know, especially in academia, like academia is a whole nother animal uh, in and of itself. And I just really didn't know what I was doing. So this person I started working out and they were so, so very helpful for me. And they taught me so many things and I learned so much from them, you know, being a novice in the profession. And as time went on, I got more comfortable in the profession with myself and and my abilities. So I'm starting to feel good and, and confident. And so I start coming up with my own ideas and things to do. And so naturally, I'm going to run them by my mentor and, you know, just say, hey, what do you what do you think about this? And every time that I would bring something to this person, it was like, yeah, hmm. No. And I was like, okay. And then I would bring something else and it would be the same thing. Yeah, mm, no. And so I started getting less confident in myself and I started questioning everything that I did, all of my abilities. And I started thinking, you know, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I am not cut out for this. Like, maybe this is just, this is not the path that I'm supposed to be on. So I stayed in that place for a little while, still in contact with this person. And then eventually, as some time went on, they started throwing some ideas back at me. But the ideas were very similar to the ideas I had not too long given them. And that's when the light bulb went off for me. Because I was like, huh, that's really interesting because those ideas were were mine at, at first that I was told were not so good. And the light bulb came on when it, it was one day when I was thinking about this and I looked in the mirror and I literally heard a voice that said, trust yourself. I, I remember having that that moment. And I just kept repeating it to myself over and over again. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. And that's when I really started trusting in myself. You know, it's that gut feeling that we have. We women, we call it intuition. Uh, And I learned how to center myself to really be able to hear it clearly and to use it to guide my steps. And what I found out is that that intuition, that gut feeling will never lead you wrong. When you center yourself and you listen to it. And once I was able to do that, I was off to the races. <laughs> I was off. I was out of there. So, and, and that's when my whole life took a turn. It, it, I totally did a 360. It, it went in a totally different direction. And it's how I ended up on my current path as a success coach right now, because I want to help people do the very same thing, you know, and go after exactly what they feel they want to create in their life, you know, what their desires are, even when they don't think that it's possible. So, you know, that that's really that was my aha moment. <laughs> mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's really powerful. I've had those experiences with myself. Those messages that come from our intuition, they're very simple. Yes. They're very straightforward and you feel it. It reverberates yes. through your body and you know what to do with it. Like you had already probably been thinking about, should I stay or should I go Yes, before this happened? And so, you know, yes, absolutely. When we can calm ourselves down mm-hmm. and really listen to our inner guidance, like the answer is always there. Like we don't have to take a poll. Right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) we don't have to go out for wine with our girlfriends. I mean, we can because that's fun, but we don't have to be like, what do you think I should do? Like, you know, the answer, you know what you should do. Other people, they don't know how you feel. They weren't there in the moment when different things happened that informed you. Right. Of what you should do. Right. And one of the things that I say to people all the time is, listen, you don't have to wait for someone to tag you in. This is your life. You you don't have to wait to be tagged in. You're always up to bed. Yes. You know? <laughs> Every moment is a choice moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. I You're love always that. Up. You're always up. <laughs> You're always at bat. Yes. And Tiffany, this is a great segue because, you know, one thing I'm always curious about with my guests is how they would describe their leadership style. Because as you know, you have the background and the training, you know all about how people's personalities and their strengths and their experience plays out differently Mm -hmm. um, in different situations. So how would you describe your leadership style? My leadership style, the best way that I can describe it (laughs) is I, I go hard. (laughs) <laughs> I, I go hard and I expect the same of those that I work with. I trust others to do what they say they can and are going to do. And I let them handle that. I, I trust that. But I expect that they are doing it. Um, I, I also believe strongly in work-life balance. And I try to live that to the fullest. And so I also want that for those that I work with and I stress it. But when it's time to go to work, we go to work. And when it's time to stop and live your life, we live our life. Mm -hmm. That's the best way I can describe it. (laughs) I get that. And Tiffany, what's one thing that you're working on right now that you're going hard on right now that you're really excited about? Oh my gosh. You know what? I am. I'm excited about my life right now. Um, I am excited about the work that I am doing, helping others figure out what they want in life and how to create it. So, you know, I've finally arrived at the place. I found that thing that I have heard others talk about that that thing that keeps you up all day and night because you're so involved in it and you don't want to put it down because somehow you know that this is your life's work. Um, I, I, I'm in that place right now and just really, really trying to help people. So I'm in the process of creating more content in order to serve more people and less time. So I'm just excited about my whole body of work right now. I'm super (laughs) excited about it. (laughs) I love that. And it definitely comes across in your passion. And I definitely want to watch you as you evolve. And we chatted a little bit about this next question I'm going to ask you before the call because I think it's always important for, you know, those who are listening to know like, hey, you know, just because success comes, there's always challenges. You know, I have a a friend and a a coach colleague who used to say, new level, new devil, right? As as you get to the next 
next level, there's always a new set of challenges. But, you know, as we mentioned before, um, hitting record is, you know, but to recognize those are good challenges to have, it means you got to the next level. So if you could describe for us the biggest leadership or business challenge that you're currently faced with. Yes. So we talked about it a bit. And my biggest challenge is me really trying to streamline my work. And sometimes I feel like I'm working 14 jobs, which really goes against my work-life balance philosophy, you know, um, because I'm still a professor. I'm still in private practice as a therapist. I am doing the success coaching. And I have always been of the mindset that in order to be successful, You have to work, work, work hard, hard, hard all the time, all the time. And that's the only way that you can be successful. And now I'm getting to a place where it's like, you know, it doesn't always have to be that way. Like you can streamline some of this and make life uh, much more enjoyable so you can actually live life more. Um, And so that's what is challenging for me right now, because I'm just like, I feel like I need to work hard, work hard, work hard all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. (laughs) In order to see success or to see change. But that's not always the case. You know, if you just streamline it, find systems. We talked about that earlier, you know, that or successful that really help you, then I, I think that it can make it so much easier for me. So that's my greatest challenge right now. Yeah. And I can recognize that, like having a lot to do, but you're really passionate about everything you're doing. So it doesn't always feel like work, but you still need a break. Like your nervous system <laughs> like needs a break. Absolutely. You can't be excited all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, Tiffany. Now, if you could tell us about the people that you have around you that make it possible for you to sustain and expand your current level of success. So right now I have that one person in my life and that's my, my business coach and, and my mentor. And she, she's been with me, helping me to make this transition. Um, when I made the transition to a coach and it was not something that I felt comfortable enough to do alone. And, and I think we talked about this also before we recorded, like, you know, some people feel like they can, they can do it, they can do it. And I have been there myself, you know, like I've been successful on my own. And it was one of the things I think why I liked school so much, because I can do school all day long with my eyes closed and hands tied behind my back, because it's only me that's involved in it. You know, my grades are so dependent on me. But this is a whole nother animal. And it's not something that I feel comfortable or that I even feel like it's possible for you to do or reach the next level by yourself. So I have that coach um, that I'm working with. And um, it's she is the reason why I feel like I have been able to go to the next level. And also I felt like I could not necessarily be a great coach without first understanding the experience and the value of investing in high level coaching if I wasn't willing to do it myself. 
So, uh, you know, that's my person right now, my go-to person. That's my team right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, that's where you are. And, you know, there's all different developmental levels, but I have a feeling you're not going to be there for long. You're <laughs> Like we talked about earlier, your challenge now is da 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 da, -da. Yes. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I think it's important, especially for coaches to have a coach, because you also need to know that feeling of being the client, right. you know, being in the hot seat, like, some, you know, that keeps our compassion muscle <laughs> strong, right. you know, because it's easy to forget how uncomfortable it can be. Because as a, a, on the other side, as the coach, it's like, oh, I love you. I support you. I want to challenge you. This is really great. But I know that when I get on the call with my coach, I'm kind of like, oh, <laughs> okay, you know, we're going to do this. It's going to be kind of uncomfortable. Yes. What are we going to talk about? Or, you know, like yes. I get, need some help. So, you know, it definitely helps to always, always know what that experience is like. Right. Absolutely. And Tiffany, now we're going to go into the quick leadership roundup. So tell us what is one practice you have that helps to make you a better leader? Well, actually, I have two. Is it okay? Right. Quick? Oh, yeah, okay. you can do that. Okay, good. Discipline and consistency. Those those are the two things um, that help me to be a better leader. Discipline. I always ask myself, even when I don't feel like doing something that I know has to be done, I ask myself, would I rather the pain of discipline now or suffer the pain of regret later? And it's always, I'm going to take the discipline now. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't want to suffer that regret later. Mm -hmm. um, and then consistency. So I am consistently working on my business. And when something is not working, I make shifts quickly. There's no need to continue doing something that doesn't serve you. And I, I feel like it's okay to shift and to change paths sooner rather than later. So I am always very disciplined in what I'm doing, but consistently working on it. And what is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership? Oh my gosh, my favorite, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Mm -hmm. um, I've read the book a couple of times now, and I am sure I will be rereading it uh, again. But I learned so much from this book. It's taught me, first, that I do not necessarily need to be intricately involved in every single aspect of my business. There are so many things that can be outsourced that can save me tons of time. I can use virtual assistants to help me. So that's um, one thing that it's helped me to do. And it, it also basically goes along with my work-life balance philosophy. And it teaches you how to live more and work less, but also offer great products and service at the same time. Love it. And what advice would you give your younger self? Don't be so hard on yourself, you know, give yourself time to develop. I wish someone had told me that earlier and, and, and I heard someone put this perfectly, I thought, and they said um, something like, life is like an open book test and all the answers are in the back of the book. And I love that. <laughs> I wish someone had told me sooner. <laughs> <laughs> And Tiffany, share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. Um, uh, well, I have a few of them, but the, the one that stands out to me the most is I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. 
by Thomas Edison. And so I stopped looking at things that didn't work as a failure. And I started looking at it. Well, it just didn't work. Let's shift it. Let's change the direction. Let's change the path. And so I I never feel like a failure in anything. It just didn't work. (laughs) You know, I, I, I have to add, I had a client recently who like needed to make a shift in her business and she was all broken up about it. And I was like, what, what's going on? What's it was a look on her face. Cause we were doing a Skype call mm-hmm. and she's like, well, then I'm going to have to tell people that I failed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. and you know, I hadn't thought of the quote there, but it's interesting that Thomas Edison is famous for this quote. Cause what I said to her, I was like, you didn't fail. You experimented. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it didn't work. Like you were trying something out. It wasn't expected to be like a done deal, like going to be successful. And she, she was like, like you could see the like, aha go off and like her face lit up and she's like, you're right. 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 And now you can tell other people that's not going to work. Or you might want to think about X, Y, Z before you jump into it. Cause who knows? It might work for other people. For her, it was a situation that it just didn't work for her and her business. But I'm like, Hey, you can absolutely, you can give that advice on to other people. Like, Oh, I did that. But here's something you want to think about. Right. Absolutely. Oh, man. And Tiffany, lastly, what is the best way for this community to get in contact with you? So people can find out more about me from my website uh, at www.tiffanystewartphd.com. I have a free resource there that everyone can download, my LEAP workbook, that helps you to get a jump start on creating the life that you want. And for those who may need to be served a little more, there's a contact form on there that you can complete and it comes directly to me. Um, You can also email me at tiffany at tiffanystewartphd.com. HD.com. Um, I'm on Twitter at Dr. Tiff, T-I-F-F, PhD, and Instagram at Dr. Tiff, PhD. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> and for those of you listening, I know you're oftentimes on the go and out and about while you're listening. You know you can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com. If you put Tiffany in the search bar, her show notes page will come right up and you'll get all of that good stuff there. Tiffany, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Thank you so much, Jody. I appreciate it so much. Your website tells a story about your business. At Zebra Love Web Solutions, Millie and her team are going to make sure your website tells the story you want your customers to hear. Connect with Millie at zebralovewebsolutions.com to create the impression you want to make. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Are you ready to take the lead in your own life but need some support? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash contact to introduce yourself. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. 
Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining with me, and here's to your success.